Welcome to Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're discussing vasectomy. Joining me is Dr. Kevin Ostrowski. He's a physician at Evergreen Health Urology and Urogynecology Care. Dr. Ostrowski, thank you so much for joining us today. Start by telling us what is a vasectomy and who usually thinks about this very important decision. We consider a vasectomy a permanent form of birth control. So it's for people who are looking either to not have any more children or not have any children at all. And really any male who is in that scenario is a candidate to at least have that discussion. So what does that discussion look like? Do you discuss age? What's the first step for a man that's even considering this? Yeah, I think the first step is really to get a little bit more information. And obviously there's a lot of information on Google and those sorts of things, but then really it's a discussion with your physician about kind of the pros and cons to a permanent form of birth control. Uh, it allows a male to take you know their birth control decisions in, in a couple and in, into their own account, uh, and they can make decisions about what they want as far as their family to look like in the future without having to worry about other forms of birth control which have impacts uh, either to the female health or the use of condoms or things like that that aren't as guaranteed as a vasectomy. Do the partners usually attend this first discussion as you're coming into this discussion? Is there usually a spouse or a partner involved in this decision? You know, I would always recommend that a spouse be involved in, in the decision-making process uh, or a partner to be uh, involved in the decision-making process since it is a permanent decision and does have impacts. It doesn't mean that it couldn't be reversed, but it means that it is either expensive and isn't guaranteed for you to be able to get pregnant in the future. And so whenever you're making a permanent decision like that, I would definitely recommend at, at a minimum discussing it with your partner or spouse. And uh, if a partner or spouse wants to come in and have the discussion, I'm always happy to have them uh, in the room kind of discussing it. Is there an age limit? There's no age limit, but we do have more detailed discussions with younger patients. Uh, if you were 16 or 18 or 20, it doesn't mean that you couldn't get a vasectomy, but those discussions about kind of the permanency of it would be very important because people obviously change their minds and can change their minds in the future. And there are other options for patients in that scenario, but there isn't really a true age limit. Doctor, what is the actual procedure day like? It may seem intimidating to men who are going through it. Please reassure them of the ease of this procedure and what you can do for them. I think that uh, it's a sensitive area of the body and guys are obviously concerned and worried about it. And so uh, I totally understand that. But from an overall procedural standpoint, uh, it is a outpatient procedure that takes about 20 minutes or so to do. Uh, we basically numb everything up, which means we numb the skin, and then we numb the vas, which is the tube that carries sperm from the testicle out. That's the part that's painful. Basically, uh, once that's numb, there's some pressure uh, and movement, but there really isn't any pain. Uh, once we do that, we then uh, transect the vas and then use cautery, which is like burning uh, some of the tissue to make sure that those two ends of the, that tube can't come back together. And then some providers uh, put in a piece of tissue between those two ends to try to prevent that, those two tubes from coming back together. We have to do it on both sides, so you'll feel kind of that numbing shot on both the right and left side because you've got vas coming from each testicle. Uh, we can normally do that through one small little incision that ends up being about, you know, like a quarter to half an inch uh, kind of in the scrotum. How effective is a vasectomy? 
A vasectomy is about as good as it gets from a fertility uh, or preventing fertility standpoint. What I mean by that is that there's about a 1 in 2,000 to 1 in 10,000 chance of those two tubes coming back together. Immediately after the procedure, you still are fertile and not fully sterile yet. What that means is for the first few months after your vasectomy, uh, you need to use some other form of birth control, but at two to three months typically, we'll get a semen analysis to prove that there's no sperm or very small amounts of non-moving sperm, and then you're considered sterile. That, from a number standpoint, is about as good as it gets from a sterilization procedure, and at that point, you can stop using other forms of birth control, and that's what guys and their partners really like about it, is that kind of once they're through that waiting period afterwards, then there's no uh, other forms of birth control needed. Dr. Ostrowski, I think that another concern that men and their partners may have, are there any risks or complications? Can this cause erectile dysfunction? Can there be anything that would really be concerning from this procedure? Yeah, Melanie, I think those are really great questions, and that is definitely one of the things that I hear about from patients is, you know, what are the risks? Is there going to be some issues from an erection standpoint, or what is sex going to be like after this, and what is that going to look like? And most patients and their partners say that actually their sex life gets better. Uh, there is no issues with erectile dysfunction, and there's been no associations shown with vasectomy and any kind of health conditions. They've looked at it for prostate cancer and all sorts of other things, but really never found any association between vasectomy uh, and anything from a permanent standpoint. From a short-term kind of risk standpoint, there are a few things to kind of think about. Uh, those risks are really low. By that I mean we're talking much less than 1%. There's a small chance of getting an infection. That chance is so low that the vast majority of people do not use any antibiotics. We just use completely sterile instruments and a sterile technique. And then uh, there's a small chance of getting some bruising or swelling. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit sore down there uh, after the procedure, and but the vast majority of men are going to kind of get back to their usual activity after just a few days. You know, if we did it on a Thursday or Friday, we tell most guys to take it easy kind of over the weekend and then go back to their usual activity kind of early in a Monday or Tuesday of the week, uh, next week. There is something called post-vasectomy pain syndrome, which is incredibly rare, and that is more permanent or chronic pain down in the testicles. Uh, we find that in men who have their vasectomy done uh, really close to the testicle and we think that it's due to some pressure or buildup because you're still making sperm. It's just the ability for that sperm uh, to get out into that tube and then your body resorbs it naturally and so that tube length needs to be long enough for that to happen. So we do vasectomies as far away from the testicle as possible. Uh, and we make sure that guys are really comfortable uh, during the vasectomy, meaning that after that numbing shot, you shouldn't really be feeling anything. Uh, that numbing shot's not comfortable, but it's not, you know, too bad. Once everything's all said and done, really most guys say it wasn't nearly as bad as they thought it was going to be. You've explained it all so very well, Dr. Ostrowski. Is this a permanent procedure? What if a man decides they want to try and have children after having a vasectomy or they want to reverse it? A vasectomy is considered a permanent form of birth control. What I mean by that is that it's not guaranteed that you could get pregnant afterwards. Uh, there are two options for men to get pregnant after they've had a vasectomy if kind of you know life changes and those two options are a vasectomy reversal, which is basically where we go in and we 
um, kind of undo what happened. And what we do basically is identify those tubes where the vasectomy happened and then reconnect those two tubes back together. And the, the success rate for that is fairly good, but it isn't guaranteed. The other option is in vitro fertilization, and that is a procedure where the man's partner would have a procedure where she's stimulated with some hormones, eggs are taken with the procedure outside the body, and we take some sperm from the testicle and combine it outside the body, grow embryos outside the body, and then transfer those back in. Um, those are kind of the two options, but we do consider permanent because it isn't guaranteed that he can get pregnant after a vasectomy, although those are two very good options for patients who kind of change their mind. Wrap it up for us then, Dr. Ostrowski. This is such an interesting topic. So please just let the men listening know what you'd like them to know when you have these discussions every day with men that have this decision they'd like to make. What do you say? Give us your best advice. I think that uh, realize that there's about a half a million men who decide to undergo a vasectomy each year. It's an incredibly safe procedure that is an outpatient procedure that is quick, relatively painless, kind of when everything's all said and done, uh, and has the ability to permanently um, you know, cause sterilization, which basically means you can't have any more kids. I think it requires a discussion with your partner uh, and a really good understanding kind of for the procedure. But from my standpoint, given kind of all the different options from a uh, sterilization perspective, this is by far the, the safest and easiest one uh, to do. And it's kind of really the only one uh, from a male perspective that we have currently. I think that for people who are interested in this, there are a lot of really great uh, options to learn some more information and um, really that a lot of those risks and things that they're worried about, while I understand completely and I thought about those, those risks end up being incredibly uncommon and the procedure itself goes very smoothly in the vast, vast majority of men. Thank you so much, Dr. Ostrowski, for joining us today. Such a fascinating topic. Thank you for sharing your expertise. To learn more about these services at Evergreen Health Urology and Urogynecology Care, please visit evergreenhealth.com slash urologist to get connected with one of our providers. And that concludes this episode of Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Evergreen Health podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole. Thank you.